The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Week 5, Stanford Steve and the Bear here to get you set for the college football slate. Plenty to get to. We, we talked about last week how we didn't like the board and it didn't work out. We'll get to that. Uh, we got Taylor Twelman joining us to talk about Harry Kane and Bear's theory about him being the most fortunate athlete in sports. Uh, we had to have a condo steamer pick from the, from the coach. He is red hot. But first, we sort of touched it in the preseason on our, on our preseason podcast. Game day might be going to Lincoln. Ohio State's coming in. Big spot for both teams. Could be a statement matchup for the Huskers. But when you think about, I saw you tweet out when people were asking the biggest underdogs to host game day, it gets us back to, to what? Uh, yeah, Iron Bowl of 2012. Why did you go? Uh, because it was Thanksgiving weekend, I believe it was, and there was nowhere else to go. And okay. Alabama was in the midst of was the... It- in the, it, on it, the planes, yeah, they were they were, 30, they were a thirty-four point favorite or whatever it was at at Jordan Hare, pretty wow. amazing. And that then and then of course the uh, the two thousand and sixteen uh, row the boat versus Buffalo. Yeah, but they were, they were home. Massive. They, they were home. They were home. So, yeah. This is this is the dog, the dog at home and, here. And, and, and as I said, the um, you, you'll appreciate the big the biggest uh, dog ever to win. Oh, I was and, there, uh, baby. You, you were there, and I, I was there, I was there as there. well. That, go back and look at that day and look at that season yep. and look what happened on that night. Baylor, Kansas State, yep. Stanford, I, I, I Oregon, remember and being, Eugene. I remember being in the game truck and like was like stunned at the the, the replay rolling on that. I, I didn't see any way that it was going to get overturned. It happened. It happened, and it was awesome. By, I, by, I owned Eugene that night. By the way, if you want to go back and watch that game, watch that Stanford team. And watch the Stanford team that played Oregon last Saturday. Oh no, little, little little different. Last night on ESPN Classic, they had a Stanford Notre Dame game. Uh, Lux last one of his uh, last game before the bowl game. There's pros all over the field for Stanford. There's not pros on the field for Stanford nope. this year. Uh, more on Stanford in a little bit. I know I don't want to bore you at the start of this. Uh, last week I told you I I, I hated the slate yep. in all the years we've done this. I've never felt like that. I didn't feel good putting my name on it, but I wanted to do that. The people want picks. Yep. Did that. Went one, two, and one. You went one and two with a big money line win with App State. Um, this week, feel a little bit better. Some stuff that's sticking out. But I mentioned I was in Madison, uh, for that Michigan game. And I just wanted just a, a couple things on Michigan. And this struck me because I was on the sidelines and I purposely went in early because I wanted to see how the pregame was. I wanted to see Michigan in person. I wanted to see Wisconsin and see the size of those guys. And Mark Schlereth, uh, when he was here, always had his theory about the Chargers when they were in San Diego. And he said the Chargers will never win because they have too great a lives living in San Diego. No one's staying at practice later than they should. No one's putting in the extra time because they live in San Diego. The quality of life effect. Quality of life, yes. And when I look at Michigan, not not that, I just think it's a product of what they're bringing in. You walk around those sidelines, Bear, they got the Jumpman, Jordan brand yep. stuff all over. You got you got alumni wearing it. It's got shoes brighter than kids in, in the stands. It's, 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 it's just fam- famous stadiums in college football. It's 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 almost like the Jordan brand has brought like it's it just 
you think of Michigan, you just think of the toughness, the old Bo Schembechlers. All and, the off-season trips and... Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's felt like there's no fire. You look on the sidelines, there's no guys that stand out. It's amazing to me that there wasn't anything. Now, I will say this, okay? I... When I was in college, it's right when all the zone schemes and, and all that started to come in, and we tried running it. And I'm telling you right now, it took a long time. And the coaching staff didn't think it was going to take that long, and it did. And what happened the final year, we had some success in, in conference play. We won the Pac-10, and we went to the Rose Bowl. Michigan, I'm sorry. Your fans don't have the patience for that. No. you got to get it going now. And the offensive line, as good as they were and as good as, as Warner got them to last year, I thought they were an improved line. There's there's no physicality there. And now I know the spread in that system brings it out in you, and, and maybe they're not, not used to it, but you got to get more reps. I also saw guys just coming out for a couple snaps, and then they go back in. Like, like come on, man. Like, you're in a, you're in a big fight. And in a conference game, you, your team needs you, and you go back off the field and you come back on. I, I just that's the are you hurt or are you injured? Always go back to to the yep. time when I was mm-hmm. playing, and it was just things that I saw because everybody wants to wail on them. They have plenty of season left. They still can make improvements. They got a little. They got a little room here with, with, with old Sunge coming old in. Sunge coming in, and, and then Iowa. I'm gonna say Iowa's no cup of tea to be playing, even though it. Hit. It is at the big and house. that O line better improve fast because that Iowa D line is for real. And and not and not just the the offensive line. What about they don't have any the players. other? What about the other side of the ball? That that like Don Brown. I mean, we, I've talked about how the respect that not only everyone has for him, but you go back the last like half of last year to now, they have been absolutely gutted on the ground. I, it, I mean, it's, I want, it, they it, get it's manhandled. Amazing. They don't have any difference makers, and I think it's just like I, I that that. that the product of bringing in these alleged five stars, you know, telling them they're this and that, and then you get them on the field, and you're like, oh, boy, we we, we may have missed on a yeah. couple of these. So I don't want to take anything away from the team in red because no, they're they, serious. They, they, uh, I think I heard, it was Andy Staples, our buddy, that was talking about them and talking about a school and their team's ceiling. And, like, they're at it. I, I And I think they should be perfectly fine with that. Wisconsin is as good as they could be with what they have right now. Yes. Um, and that's fine. Yep. You know, I mean, it's good enough. What's wrong with winning a Big Ten title? And you let the chips fall where they may, you know, if that, if that goes with the playoff, but that's, that's still the, 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 the goal. These teams in Big Ten, Pac 12, Rose Bowl is the goal, you know, and and then if everything else works out, then you, then you take the, you take the extra cake that's on top, you know, but they were, they, they got their identity back. Taylor is, I mean, he was out of that first half. I'm sitting around. I'm on silence. I'm like, where is he? And then he walks by me, no helmet, <laughs> going to the locker room. I'm like, oh, man, I hope he didn't get like, concussed or anything. And there he comes right back, back in. in. But they didn't lose a beat. No. Uh, the all the all, the O-line is, is back to what they did. I think they lost some egos on that O-line, talking to people, okay. which helped them a lot. And the defense is, I mean, they haven't played the best offenses, but that's not their fault. They're dominating. Gone out and gone out. And and that's the guy for a head coaching job, Jim Leonard. I I I think I think he could do it. I think he has everything you want. I wonder if he could be like a a, like a a Justin Wilcox two point oh. Oh yeah, that's a he's got more way more fire and personality than Wilcox, which is fine. Which I think will sell more to a team that wants it. But um, you were 
in Athens. Uh, well, well, yeah, Athens start they then off. Start the, I'm, 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 I know. I'm we we, we got to take you're, two you're, segments to get to your days, bud. You're a, <laughs> you're a storyteller. Um, but you started there. The, for a lot of people, the night ended there with with how many people I saw watch that game. I watched it. Uh, it it I, I thought Ian Book was what he did. I thought he's good enough to carry his team. I thought the injuries on George's offensive line showed effects. Yep. Uh, Notre Dame played played out of their minds defensively, and from hung around, made the plays. The receivers that have been much maligned, and you talked about, were ready to step up. They thought they had the talent, made the plays, and I was real. I mean, I thought it was a win for both teams. I really, yes, I, I really did, and I, I was really happy for Notre Dame. Because I like Brian Kelly, and that was a serious atmosphere he went into with his team that were I, that were undermanned talent wise, and still showed out to me. So yeah. I, I was pumped to, for that the way that game was. Yeah, they, they, their defense played lights out, and I think my interpretation of Georgia's game plan it almost like I don't know if Georgia went into the game like having a ton of respect, or maybe the better way of saying it was okay, we're gonna make them try and tackle our guys in space and. And they did, and it took yeah. it took until the second half for 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 Kirby and the offensive staff. Okay, now we're gonna change. And then when they started from with the back shoulder throws, just Whew. un unstoppable. But Notre Dame's defense played great. But I like the fact that you you hit on like both teams and it really made a good because that's a big time win for Georgia. Like, like, no, like Notre Dame is not like people can die every oh Notre Dame's over. That's a really good defensive team. They were without their their best two running backs. Book did just enough to 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 keep them around. I mean, Georgia helped them obviously with that fumbled punt, but mm-hmm. but for Georgia to not really play their best game, lose another starting cornerback, lose a lineman in the game, and still really control the second half. I mean, I know Notre Dame did have the ball with a chance to to win late, but like that that should not be like a, a blemish. On a, a Georgia only beat Notre Dame by six. Now that's not a uh, you, you beat a top ten team uh, at, at home, and, and you, your offense woke up in the second half and doing it. So yeah, I, I agree. That's it came away probably more impressed uh, with both teams than than I did uh, feeling going into the game. Yeah, uh, you mentioned tackling. One of the most impressive efforts I saw Saturday, and it was a game that we went against the team, was Auburn. Mm. Huh. And I, I don't know, like I've been thinking about this for a while, and I know there's circumstances and people that will have them. If you want to tweet them, ask, go ahead. I can't think of a better start to a game than what Auburn did in College Station yep. Saturday. Malzahn was a masterpiece. Now, I know the stats don't look crazy, and Nick's – did he end up with 100 yards passing? He might not like have. Like 12 completions, I think. Didn't matter. But they ran him side to side. They got the guys with, you know, that Schwartz guy is unreal with his speed. He gets the ball to him in space. They slice and dice. They get the lead. They take the crowd out. And that defense, man, that, I know everybody wants to talk about the defensive line, but I couldn't, I couldn't recall seeing a team in the, from, in the secondary tackle that well. Like it, the game has become a get guys in space mm-hmm. and make guys miss, right? It's a uh, what do they say? It's a it's a make or miss league in the NBA. Mm-hmm. College football is a lot like that now with the spread. And Auburn just, I mean, the short throws that Mon was giving guys, and then the D backs immediately just taking legs out from underneath, wrapping legs in in, in in open field. It was so impressive to me 
the the game plan that Auburn had on both sides, and I, I just can't say enough about it because they, they deserve more. Who has two better wins than them? I wouldn't think anybody right, right? now. I mean, they were more impre- that's a more impressive win against A&M than I thought Clemson was against A&M. That game wasn't close. That no, no, wasn't no, no. 20 and, 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 and that's the thing. That game was over at halftime. Yep. I, I don't care what the scoreboard is. You, you and I, ne- I, I mean, I can't speak for you, but you kind of just said it. Never, ever, ever felt like A&M was in the game and they ever had a chance of scoring when the game was on. What would they score? Fourth quarter, make yeah. it kind of look respectable. But it, ne- never, never had a wrong side from the start. And... Kind of, I, you know, like Friday night, I started feeling that way. Me too. It, it was like one of those like <laughs> I didn't hear one person say it, Auburn. It was like, oh god, this 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 isn't going to go well. <laughs> hey, we're wrong. It happens. I admit it. Uh, anything from la- else from last week? Um, I enjoyed being past that note about uh, giving giving the nod, yes or no, at, at, at dinner about with, with the <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm here. My bookie is here with me. Just give me a, <laughs> our kind of people. How We're out there. They're love everywhere. It. Love it. Uh, plenty of pictures sent in. So you got you. Jeez, you were snapping away out awesome. there. It, it, was, uh, it was an awesome scene Friday and Saturday. It's great. Um, and now this week, Lincoln, which is going to be incredible. Yep. Yes, it will be. Looking forward to it. Been a dozen years. I can't believe it's been 12. We're getting yeah, yeah, old, yeah, yeah, man. That USC game in 2007. We were young bucks. Yes, it was. Was that Callahan? Head yep. coach? Yep. 49-31. That was Pete's still the coach at USC? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That wasn't Sanchez, was it? Was it Sanchez or was it Booty? Mark. Might have been Booty. Yeah, I think you're right. That's when they had the stable. Remember all the running backs they had? Yep. They call them the stable yep. at USC. Uh, shout out to USC getting up off the deck against BYU. That was, and, an, that was another one. We said it right. We oh, said it right. I didn't yeah, want to yeah, touch yeah. it. Like, I it love was, Utah. Yeah, we put yep. Whittingham in our yep. coaches thing. Yep. And it, yeah. that stuff happens, yeah. man. It happens. And shout out to Clay Helton and that staff. That's a great win. Uh, and now your backs are against the wall going up to Seattle. Yeah, good luck with that. And I, that, that line is 10. Uh, we could talk about that in a little bit. But one more thing on last week because it's as impressive a thing as the Auburn win, the Georgia come from uh, behind win, the Wisconsin win, and that's the Pitt Panthers getting up yep. off the deck after an, an, an awful, awful way to lose at Penn State, taking it all in. Getting to work at practice the next week and taking it out on UCF as a double-digit home dog in Pittsburgh and winning and going for it on the fourth down, running Philly special, that whole thing. But the the idea of what that coaching staff and the and the players did to get up off the deck where they could just hang their heads after that Penn State loss was awesome to me, and that was the, one of the best things I watched was that 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 that. Usually, when UCF gets it rolling like that and comes back. That, you're, you're left for that dead. That was the thing. But they the just, way they just did stayed it. at it. You're, you're up three. You're up three scores out of the gate, and then you're like UCF comes back, take the lead. Right, not only UCF going to win, they're going to cover as well. Yeah. And for, for Pitt to bounce back from that, good, good, good for them. And, and hell of a call by Whipple. To, oh uh, yeah. I mean that was. I, I just. I mean, it's just brought back like the player and coach and me from way back in the day is. These defenses, when you're doing short yardage and goal line, you usually do that a little bit Wednesday. You touch up on it on Thursday. Every defense has to be ready for Philly special. You, when that quarterback it goes to the end of the line, you got you, you got to have an alert call. The secondary just tackle the quarterback, tackle because it's a it, a lot of way that the teams are running this. It's a one receiver route, and UCF they they knocked him, they jammed him at the line of scrimmage. But Pickett did a great job of still getting out on yep. that and. uh 
again, I, I couldn't be more impressed with what Pitt did last week. And uh, shout out to them. Uh, moving along, what interests you besides before we get into our picks? The, the, the USC Washington game interests me. Uh, okay, I, I, that, that that does because we'll see if SC a is Slovis going to be cleared to play? Mm-hmm. Uh, will even if he is, will he play or will it be think? And then just Utah Wazoo. How <sighs> how I mean the two brutal ways of I mean Utah statistically controls the box score, turns red turns zone. into a red zone red terrible zone. execution, terrible. and then Wazoo like what what. I don't know, man. I got up. I got. Up, I had like a six a.m. flight in Madison, and I woke up in the replay because I went to bed right before the run, third quarter. And I wake up, and I, it's it's at the punt return to take the lead. Yep. I'm like, oh my god, I got to check my. They won this game, yeah. And you check it, and I'm like, I'm almost. I almost missed my Uber to the airport because <laughs> I stayed and watched that. But uh, seriously, what what do you nine touchdown passes? Now, here's one thing I will say moving forward, and you touch on this Utah game. Did Chip find something offensively against that Wazoo defense that Wazoo cannot defend or fix? That's what I want right. to see with Utah. Utah, I know Moss is out, but they still have enough guys to exploit that defense if there are – I mean, Chip just did a great job, I think, of getting Felton um, in, in, in space. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kid's incredible. And shout out to DTR that kid. He speaking of getting up off the deck, yeah, exactly. he just kept coming back and making throws. But that Utah on the road, I really, I'm more interested in Wazoo because to see what happened. I mean, the loss only, but what really is there that many holes in that right. defense? You know, that's what um is really interested to me. That I think it's a huge day in the Big Twelve, and I'm not talking about Oklahoma, and I'm not talking about Texas. Uh. I'm, my favorite game of the year. I'm t- first, I want to talk about Stillwater, uh, Kansas State. I, I talked to you about I gave them out a couple weeks ago against Mississippi State. They're coming in off a bye uh, off that win, Mississippi State. Oklahoma State showed a showed, – I mean, you were there, showed enough in their, in their comeback that, that fell short in Austin. Uh, t- I think two totally different uh, contrasts of style. Kansas State wants to run the ball, keep that pokes offense off the field. I just I, I want to see I I like I like I lean Kansas State in this spot, but this is just going to be who dictates the tempo. Yep, and totally. I want to see what Kleiman does in a spot like this, knowing how fast Oklahoma State wants to go, to see if they can keep Oklahoma State off the field. Whoever controls this is Oklahoma State wins this game. It's going to go over. I think Kansas State wins this game. It's going to stay under uh, fifty six. The line is actually down to four and a half. Uh, Pokes favored. Um, if Sanders can hold on to the ball, I think Oklahoma State will win. Yeah, he I, he, he he got away with a couple of throws against Texas, and he had the, he did have though the one pick. There were a couple more dangerous type throws that, that he got away with. But uh, I, I think coming home, I, I think they are the, the more talented team, and uh, I, I would lean towards towards laying the points there. Hubbard, I love, and, and Wallace is great. I, I don't know if. If K State has got those types of guys on defense to to slow them down, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I just think that, like I said, that coaching staff is just—they're not afraid to do different things, and I think they're going to try a lot of things. I look at that Iowa State defense and how they try and keep guys mm-hmm. in front of them, knowing that the offense is more talent than them or speed and athleticism. Um, so I, I'm interested. I just want to see what Kansas State does in this spot, and I, it's a really fascinating matchup for me. 
Uh, and I mentioned the other game, and it's coaches that are in our top yep. list. It's We talked about at the beginning of the year uh, how it was a big spot for Baylor to get this game at home. Now, Iowa State's played the better competition, I would say, coming in here. Yep, totally. Uh, with the Absolutely. Iowa game, uh, I still want to see what Northern, Northern Iowa does at the FCS level. Baylor, um, Brewer gets ejected last yep. week for arguing a fourth <laughs> of quarterback's uh, run. Um they haven't played great competition. And Rice they, hung around. Hung around. They haven't played great competition. Haven't looked great, but still haven't trailed. And, and, and now it's again. I think it's one. Remember we talked about the uh, the Iowa State situation a couple of weeks ago when they had Iowa at home and survived against Northern. You didn't play great, mm-hmm. but you just got through. Yep. And I, I think it's the same thing here with Matt Rule. And it's hey, we didn't play great last week's weird game. Now, here here we are. Big Twelve seasons here. You guys are undefeated. You know, by the way, now you're a home underdog. Uh, and Matt Rule is, a, is an underdog. His team's 14 times. He's been a dog of a few less than seven points. He's won 11 of them outright. Whew. So it is a uh, it is a spot that Matt Rule typically gets his teams ready to play. And uh, I'd be surprised if the if the Bears weren't ready to play at home on on Saturday. I, I do like Baylor in, in, in this game. I Probably play them on the money line as well, but we we as we said on it before, the winner of this game. I mean, get to, you both get Texas at home, Baylor yep. gets OU at home, Iowa State won in Norman the last yeah. time they played there. Like this is a massive game for potentially one of those two spots uh, in terms of tiebreaker edge uh, in in that Big Twelve title game. It's it's I talked about it before the season how I thought the Big Twelve was going to be way more balanced and because the talent level is up and the coaches I I love in this league. And this is a game, and it was mostly because of teams like this. And when I say this, it's Iowa yep. State and Baylor. Because when you look at this, you get you got to win this game because I just feel like everybody's going to knock each other off in this league. And every win counts as much as it is because of how the league is and the top two teams are going to the conference title game. And there's plenty to play for in that, in that when it comes to those stakes. But it's a fascinating matchup. Baylor's got to be the least talked about undefeated team out there, right? Sure. Totally. I mean, they, I mean, they haven't done much to impress people, right. but you still have to have faith in rule, and that's why. Yep. You, I mean, you mentioned that Iowa State. Uh, we talked a little bit last week about what you thought they might do coming off that yep, Iowa exactly. loss, and I just that's why I like Campbell because you knew um, they would come out, and I think they turned it over again on their uh, on their first, one of their first couple drives. And then they go out and they score 72. And I know people are worried, like, hey, did Iowa State do too much last week? Or, you know, did they leave anything in there going into Baylor? After playing playing not an A-type effort, your opener, you, you, you should have beaten Iowa. Yeah. And you, you need one of those games where you just kind of, all right, let, let's get it, get all the frustration out right here. And, and they did. I'm looking for can't wait to watch this game. Yeah, right exactly. I think it's it might be number one for me. So if Baylor is one of your Baylor's picks. Pick, yes. Plus, Baylor, three. Baylor plus three and on the money line. Yes. You like it. Roll the Bears. All right. Uh, I'm going to Corvallis. Uh, we're going to get right into these picks. Of course you are. They should have lost up there two years ago. Last two, tri- yeah. last two trips they should have lost. They were both last second games. Um, that Arcega-Whiteside game a couple years ago, and I think it was 2013. Oregon State had like four tri- four chances uh, in a twenty to twelve game, uh, ugly in the rain, and and Stanford held on. 
Uh, Oregon State's off a bye. I had this game circled just when everybody wanted to talk about Stanford September. This was sort of the game I thought everybody left off. You play Northwest, you play all these Power 5 teams, uh, or Group of 5, whatever. I mean, UCF, I put them up there with all these schools. But then you have to go to Corvallis with a team that is as starving for a win <laughs> in conference play as you could come by. They're off a bye week. Their students are all back on campus now. Research Stadium is one of the worst places to play <laughs> just because of where you got to walk to and from. Uh, the Corvallis fans are awesome, and they make it really tough on you because they're right on top of you. Stanford's won nine in a row in this series. Uh, I talked about the, the, uh, the two of the last three in Corvallis came down in the final seconds. But this has more to do with the styles. Stanford has two touchdowns in their last ten quarters of play. Two. Is that good? Two. That's Stanford. Okay. And Oregon State offensively is is fine. Luton, the quarterback, is as good as anybody in the league, I feel like. He's got toys to play with. They hung around with Oklahoma State, who I thought was far superior, but they scored with him. And Hodgins, the receiver, is is a problem. Uh we'll see what I'm I would imagine Adebo is going to be on him. Adebo had a couple bad snaps in a couple games, and he got burned uh against UCF. And I just I, I don't have any confidence in Stanford's offense. I mean, Why would you? The injuries on the offensive line, there's no playmakers. Costello just looks like he's forcing everything and, and trying to do too much since he came back from that injury, uh, suffered against Northwestern. And I just, I just think I, the, like I said, the spot, the situation I had circled for a while, I'll take Oregon State plus four. I certainly couldn't, couldn't argue with that. I mean, you look at it on the field and Stanford, Stanford is just a lifeless, team right now Stanford and Northwestern like that week one is exactly what, what those are. teams were yeah. think about that like how successful what was I, I thought I heard the Northwestern stat too is they Big Ten play they're like crazy good record the last two years or in their last mm-hmm. I think 15 yeah. games or whatever but um yeah uh Corvallis watch out Cardinal I like I like two Friday games. What I like both Friday games. We started with these. Yeah, it's okay. Darn it, that's all right. All right, we we, we didn't. I mean, I kind of segued myself into the Baylor game because we were talking. Yeah, we're just big, 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 we're itching. We like the board a little bit. Big, this big, week. big twelve. But I'm I'm not Virginia Tech. I'm I'm not there with them at all. You talk about another team that hasn't really looked great uh, early in the year, and and now you got Duke coming in uh, again. We talked about Matt Rule as a, as a dog, but Cutcliffe is another. Another guy, last eleven games is a dog. of Three points or fewer. Uh, they they won nine of them. Uh, the only two games they lost in that stretch were the the teams that combined for the last two national championships, Alabama and Clemson. So when when, when David Cutcliffe's team is perceived to have a chance in a game, he's usually able to game plan and figure a way out uh, to get his team a win. And and, and, I, and I like Duke here again. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, what, 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 what a point they brought in Jerry Kill to help with some with some stuff. I, I like much like we talked about uh, about Jim Levitt. Like, how, is Levitt really going to have an impact at Florida State? Like right away, uh, I don't I don't know if it's possible for Jerry Kill to have a, an impact right away at Virginia Tech. But I'm not. I, I don't have a good feeling about Virginia Tech this year, and I, I like the spot for Duke. So uh, give me Coach Cut and the Blue Devils plus the uh, the field goal, and then. I know Maryland has been outscored 100, 104 to six. Snake pit one hundred four to six. One hundred four to six. You think Loxley's brought that up to his he, team? He probably he probably has. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think in a, in a way, 
I think the fact that Maryland lost that game at Temple mm-hmm. going into the off week, now you have Penn State, who there's no love lost there whatsoever, coming into your place, and Penn State has looked mortal uh, the last couple of weeks, especially offensively. They did not play well offensively against Pitt. They still have a lot of trouble uh, running the football. Sean Clifford has struggled. Uh, Buffalo, they, they did as well before they finally just out-talented Buffalo in the second half, but I think there are reasons to be a little bit concerned here for uh, for Penn State, and, and, and I think Maryland plus the uh, the six and a half is certainly worth a uh, play in the spot. Official, yes, official. Be in the column. I give, love give, it. Give me, give me two home dogs on Friday night. All right. Uh, Actually, no, one road dog. Duke's yeah, road. Duke's road. Dog. Duke's on the road. Give me both dogs. Blacksburg. Um, I look at Maryland in this spot, and also Penn State. These schools do not like are you, each are you, other. Are you, are you are you taking a a proper flight down on Friday? No, I'm not. If if it was undefeated versus undefeated, I would go, but um, I'm not. I will not be taking this one in person. I will be watching on TV. But getting back to this, these two fan bases do not like each other. I don't think the players like each other, and I don't think the head coaches like each other. I think you're three for three. So when I look at this game, I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be official, but I look at the over. It's it's it was released at 58, and that's why I loved it. It's up to 60 now. When I mentioned it to the coaches in this game, both these guys are not afraid to punch one in when when you might have a lead and you might not need a score. Yep. Penn State it is documented. They love punching them in at the end of games. Uh, that, that just seems very coincidental sometimes. But I think Maryland has the goods. to. I, I like Penn State's when, – when you look at an advantage in this game, I think Penn State's defense on paper has the advantage. Yes. Uh, based on the talent level. But that Maryland system, and I understand what Temple did, and I thought that was more of Maryland just ruining themselves and beating themselves than, than it was really Temple. I mean, what do you have, seven snaps from the 10 and the five-yard line? I mean, come <laughs> on. So you got to feel like, like you said, Loxley, get his team, rein them in a little bit after what they did to Syracuse. Funny, I haven't heard from many Syracuse fans uh, I have since um, – the, the the Maryland prediction in, in the over, talking about how uh, their defense might have been elite. I, those people have been, uh, disappeared on me. Yeah, so, my old Western Michigan Broncos let me down. 38-33 with mm, the ball. Fourth and one, can't get a first down. They had a lead early, too, didn't they? Yeah, no, no. They, or they uh, were down early. That's they right. Were down, they're down early. It was just like the game last year. Or two years ago, down early, come back, you're, you're in it. And 38-30, I mean, that was one, again, another one. Like we knew A&M was the, the wrong side right away. Like, like, not that you knew this, this was the wrong side. You knew you were up against it when you drive down inside the 15, loss of downs, miss an extra point, fourth down, another fourth and one, turn it, fumble inside. Your, it was like all of these things. I'm like, <laughs> it, it, not, not good when you've got the five point dog on the road and you know, 38, 30, here we, here we go. 38, 33 with the ball. We're in it. We take a lead. We're going to be good. And fourth okay. and one, Syracuse defense made one play. I think I think Western had like 600 yards again. Oh yeah, no, oh, the offense is legit. Yeah. Just couldn't, um, couldn't get out of their own way. So I'm not sure. I, I'm leaning towards the over in that game. I'm not sure if it'll be official in the column, but I, if I had to pick that game, I like the over in Penn State Maryland. It's at 60 right now. Uh, we got more picks plus a condo steamer pick. And we have Taylor a- Twelman's yep. going to join us to talk Harry Kane. <laughs> but we're uh, first a word from the Bear about Allstate. Mayhem on Saturdays in the fall is inevitable. Mayhem happens on the field, off the field, and in the polls. Mayhem lives on in the wind, in the rain, on the foot of an errant kick, 
and during a trap game. You'll find mayhem in the parking lot during tailgates, charcoal that's not totally out, an errant football through a window, a flat tire, a lost rearview mirror, etc. Allstate protects you from mayhem in the parking lot and outside it, at home and away. You can't stop mayhem from happening, but you can get better protected from it with Allstate. The potential for mayhem during the playoff race is rampant. Underdogs, trap games, unexpected weather, and so on. Get better protected from mayhem with Allstate. Contact your local Allstate agent today. And then in a big-time steamer condo pick that you can bet your condo on. He's hot. <laughs> he is hot. I saw the head dog last week. Had the head lunch. dog? Oh, he's great. He, it was a great time. He, uh... He was, he's been right, man. He's been on fire. He gave us Ohio State a couple weeks ago. Yep. Wisconsin last week. Shout out to him. He was all over it. And we have the pick in. And we agree. You agree? The head dog and I. The condo steamer pick this week is Alabama. Uh, he's upset because he got it at 34 and a half. Mm-hmm. And now it's at 37 and a half. I'm still on it at 37 yep. and a half. So. Get it in, people. Whatever you want to do, tease it down. Uh, actually, wouldn't mind teasing them down with the over in this game. Uh, but yeah, I like right. Alabama. That, that and, thing to do. 30, 34 to thirty-seven and a half is a move. If they're giving away thirty-five. Is, yeah, that's hard. Get it underneath it. But here's just when you, when I think about this game, and I just I just thought Cal scored twenty-eight on Ole Miss. Okay, mm-hmm. Cal. Cal's offense scored twenty-eight. They had four hundred and thirty-three yards of offense. Last year, Ole Miss scored the first play of the game, 62 unanswered <laughs> for the Tide. Uh, this is the first of five straight SEC games for Ole Miss. Uh, I think this John Rice Plumley uh, might start because Corral has has bruised ribs. I don't see how you put a quarterback in with bruised ribs against Alabama. I mean, you, that poor kid's got to go in his back. He's got to uh, go in against that. Bama had 49 at the half last year. Tua barely played uh, a quarter and a half. Jalen Hurts was in that game mid through the second quarter. Last time Ole Miss went to T Town, sixty six to three in in two thousand seventeen. This offense of Alabama, it just feels like it's not getting the the notoriety because of the competition no. they've played. But they are steamrolling. And because of LSU in their own conference. Now, talking to Ryan Clark about this a um, little bit. Okay, it's like I think Judy is a top oh. ten pick. Oh. Like. But so Riggs I. is doing, I should say, Rugs, Rugs and Rugs is doing enough now to even get his name up there. And when you just talk about the toys that Tua has, I just it's not. A, I mean, I like the hires that Luke uh, brought in in, in Richrod and McIntyre, but I just think Alabama is superior on a talent level, and I just feel like Ole Miss might want to get this one over with. And I'll lay the thirty-seven. I, I do like the over too. It's at sixty. Um, so I, I'm on the tide here, and I'm not sure if I'll give out the over to. I have a question for you. Yes. How much is uh, Carson Wentz to blame for the Eagles' slow start? Carson? I'm just watching a, a, a show on the monitor right now. That's oh. The, that's the question they're asking. I I don't know. I haven't much thought about much. Yeah, I, I, I haven't either. I thought he was pretty good. He yeah, came back like, from injury against yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, and they had like every receiver got hurt in that game too, right? Yeah. I don't know. Fishy line Thursday night. They're getting five and a half. At Green yeah. Bay, and they really should have won that game on Sunday too. And, and, yeah, yeah, Green Green at Patricia. Green Bay was one of my. I, I had Denver in the in the in the Super Contest. I had the Broncos. That was a lot of people did. I heard yeah. uh, uh, Murray say that that was somebody at Westgate's favorite NFL pick of the year. 
of the year. Denver. Well, the, the rest of the season. You must know be, those guys in that back room. Rest of the season must be absolutely free then if they lost the game of the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm ten, ten and five. I'll take it. Yeah. I had the Browns on Sunday night. I need that. Was, that was a tough one. Mm. I, I think we all like the the love of Baker and OBJ and Landry. I think people may have forgotten that to handicap the head coach. Head coach looks like he's struggling a little bit. Yeah. I, I just early though. Yeah, they got a lot of news. Thing. I I still don't like. Oh, he wasn't practicing. Um, I it, that that sport and that that season is a marathon. Yep. I I could see them looking like a totally different team. You know, in a, in a couple of weeks where they start fine tuning and realize what they're good at. Right. Or they go Every, they go to Baltimore this week and win. Yeah. Something which is which is possible. That's what, that's what we do in the NFL. Yeah. That's your NFL update. <laughs> uh. All right. So the head dog and I agree with the steamer. I'm going to the glass bowl, and I'm taking Toledo plus the two on a hook against BYU. At some point, don't you think BYU's gas tank just has to run out? You had the overtime games, the win over SC. You get absolutely pummeled by Washington last week. Now you go, got to go on the road. You're traveling cross country to Toledo, the glass bowl. a team that just won at Colorado State. The atmosphere, I can't imagine, like, I don't know. It, they played in Knoxville. And now you're going to the Glass yeah, Bowl. It, it's just a, a weird, weird situation. And I, I, I don't know if this is J- one of Jason Candle's best teams, but a uh, little small home dog against against BYU after the schedule that that, that the Cougars have had first month of the year. I, I don't like this spot for them at all. So I'll, I'll take I'll take Toledo in the uh, in the two and a half. Love it. That'll definitely be on winners with Van Pelt Thursday night. I, I, I predicted that last night in the room, and uh, I, I got a little eye raise of the eyebrow. So we'll. Uh, he couldn't believe when he saw the line. Let's go. Um, I'm gonna go to uh, Norman. How did, he, how did he do last week? Four and four. Okay. Four and four. Oh, He's teetering right around 500. Because it seemed like it, it seemed like last week might have been one of those weeks where he could have gotten. Made some hay. Yeah, he lost. I, I think he lost a half point. Um, I forgot what. Exactly I can't remember. What I can't remember one that he had. Yeah, he won his favorite. He gave out a favorite. That was Missouri. He won yeah. that. So he's one and zero giving out favorites this year. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go to. Well, it was funny when he said he was giving out a favorite. I thought it was gonna be Michigan State. Me too. That's who I thought it was Me gonna too. be. I was like, here, here comes a Spartan logo because there wasn't a square dog on the board the Northwestern last week. My buddy Toller told me. That deadline stinks. Why is Michigan State giving that point many points? So, shout out to Toller. Good job, Michigan State. Michigan State this week. You got any thoughts? I have no thoughts. Come on. The Hoosiers are going uh, want you to yeah, call no, them. No, they're, they're, they're the new number. Who this? What if they cover? Maybe? No. No. They're no, they're done. Cross him off then. Done Done forever. Yikes. Call, add, it, add it to caller ID block. <laughs> um. Norman, I, I I just feel like this is when I'm going to get on Oklahoma, and then and then no Allen Bowman. That's not, I know, and they, that, they, they win. They win. They they beat Oklahoma last year. If he doesn't get hurt, yep. And he's not playing this week. Both teams are off a bye. Uh, it looks like Tech's going to play that Jet Duffy or or the fifth year from Rice Jackson Tyner. Um, they gave up 28 at Tucson. Uh, you mentioned last year that that was. That was the worst game I saw Kyler Murray play at those picks. And like you said, they should have won. 51-46, Oklahoma wins. But Oklahoma's given 27. Uh, whether 
Texas Tech wants to go with, with you know, run some ride and decide with, with, with Duffy and then throw the ball with Tyner. I think Grinch will be fine getting that defense ready. Yeah, They've shown improvement. The youngsters that Hurts is throwing the ball to are, are perfectly <laughs> talented to me. Uh, talent is yeah, not a question there. Right. And the tight end I love, obviously. I just, 27, it feels like it should be a lot more. And like I said, this is probably the week where I get on Oklahoma and then they don't cover. Yeah, they, they, so they went by 20. I expect a lot, a lot to a little here. I will, uh, lay Oklahoma. I, I'd love to see this first half. What do you think it's going to be? 14? 14 and a half? I was going to say, yeah, maybe 14 and a half, 15. I maybe like look at that too. Um, so I like Oklahoma minus 27. First half, first half might be the way to go. They'll probably mm. come out and maybe defense allows some late. I, I, right. I could see that. Maybe I'll do that. Last week I went against Wyoming. Mustard and Brown looked like Tulsa had the game oh, in hand and then man. ridiculousness. And then I'm, here I am. I, 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 win. I basically have the game 17-7, totally controlling the game, and they allow that 92-yard drive pass interference call. And, and, and then I'm like, okay, and they, of course they take the lead 24-21. And I'm like, you know, if somehow Wyoming can kick a field goal, get this thing to overtime, there we, we go. got a shot. And then you had to rip my heart out again the other night showing the fumble on the two-yard line. <laughs> we we would have gone to overtime. Bad beats. 20, we had to show up because the people had the under one. Yep. And we were, we're trying to find – we're trying to keep the people that bet the unders' heart, hearts going because it's a long season. It is. It is. So we lost with Tulsa minus a three-and-a-half, and I am going to go against Mustard and Brown again in Laramie. Dangerous Whoa. thing to do. I know, I know. I know. I'm asking for a lot of trouble here, but uh, I think UNLV has some players. Uh, I, I don't think Wyoming's offense is very good. Uh, nine and a half is is a, is a lot of points to be laying, um, e- even against a, a defense like UNLV. I mean, I mean UNLV. UNLV. I, I, like I said, I think with Rogers and they'll they'll manage to score some points here mm-hmm. and uh, and find a way to hang in. I, I don't know if they can necessarily win, but get nine and a half here. I'll, I'll take my chances with the Rebels. All right. I'm uh, I'm thinking about giving out two teams that don't get mentioned a lot uh, in the column. Uh, I'm going to start with a game in Houston, and that's with the Owls, Bryce. Yeah, hosting the Mayors of, of, of Bad Beat Town and Cover Town, LaTeX. Uh, Rice. That sounds like a great idea, by the way. I think you did. You see the billboard? They have one. Yeah, they tweet. They, they, well, they, they, they photoshopped one. I was going to say you, you guys need to go down there and have like Rustin, like, like Rustin, where, where where crazy things happen. Yep, like a, weird things. Weird, weird, where things. weird things happen. Um, but I look at Rice. I know everybody piled on them at start the year uh, because of their schedule. They certainly and, haven't been the worst team in the country, like a lot of people thought. No they would way, be. no way. And I, I, I said, I'll say, I said it when I watched the Army game, and I talked to a couple guys uh, close to that program. With what they did in the offseason with the transfer portal and getting grad transfers, they went out and got three offensive linemen, which is genius. And I totally expect teams at higher levels to do this moving forward when, you know, all we want to do is talk about the quarterbacks transferring, but they should have beat Army. Now yeah. I know the Army people could say what they want and they, they should have beat Michigan, but Michigan came back and won. So is that game good? Is that a good win for Michigan? Is Army any good? I, I, I'm Army's Army. Good luck. Right. Have fun playing them. Yep. Okay, but Rice is zero four. They uh, both these teams played Texas. Rice got blown out. LaTeX got blown out. 
Uh, Rice has just really struggled. Uh, even last week, one score game, they, they kicked, uh, three really short field goals against Baylor. And, and Louisiana Tech has, has been 50% touchdowns in the red zone. And Louisiana Tech has shut out, um, eight of uh, opponents' 18 red zone trips this year, which is a lot. That's and a I don't, lot. and that I don't see lot. that. Eight empty red I, zone trips. I don't trip see empty. that sustainable. No. I do not see that being sustainable. LaTex run five in a row in this series. They won 28 to 13 last scene, last year in Ruston. Rice desperately needs a win. Um, and I just feel like they're built in a way that affects Louisiana Tech and what they want to do off, uh, defensively. And I think Rice can run the football on them. And I think they have enough balance to, to move the change and keep the Louisiana Tech offense off the field. I'm going to take Rice plus seven and a half at home. Go Rice. Are you ready for my other stinker? Yeah. All right. It's official. There's a toilet bowl this week. Oh, yeah. Game, game of the year. Zips. Zips Minutemen. Minutemen. Number 128 FPI versus number 130 FPI 0-4 versus 0-4. I forgot this game was happening. So did I. So I'm going. We were focused on the UConn-UMass game. Yes, we are. We still are. I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm going down the favorite side, and I'm like, Akron? Akron? Seven? (laughs) What what, what Division Three team are they playing? What the heck? And then you go across, I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. Hey. And I just go back to the principle of seeing Akron given seven and being like, you have to take Akron given seven. Why? Do you? Why? Can they score seven? Yeah. The over under in this game is, is way higher than I thought, too. Heck it. UMass will, I think UMass will score 62 some, and a half. UMass will score some points. I just worry I about that even, UMass roster. I think it's ultra thin, and I just feel oh, like it is. the Akron yeah. quarterback is all right it's to not, me. It's not like Terry left the cupboard full of no, full of no, players. You're, you're you're right on that, but I <laughs> I know I should be taking the points <laughs> in this game, but I really just want to be able to say I'm on the Zips minus seven because you'll never say no, that again. No, this not, not this year. Never. A couple of years. Never. So I'm not sure if it's, I, I, we just, I wanted, I wanted to talk about this game with you just because, I mean, you gave out Akron week one, right? I did. I gave out Akron plus, uh, week one or two, whatever, against UAB and yep. missed a extra point in a 30 something, 34 yard field goal or whatever it was. I, and, I, and, and we talk about, my lesson. we talk about teams playing decent competition and that, you know, maybe that gets you better and it's easier to coach yourselves yep. up about that. But UMass, I feel like the competition they played, they've just got, Bum rushed and and overpowered and they I played just a good, they played a good first half in the opener against Rutgers. Yeah, they actually got up big in the game. Yeah, they were up fourteen nothing. And then it was like, wow. You just saw that defense. So I don't I don't know. I just feel like I want to take Rutgers or Akron minus seven. just because you can. Yeah. Right. Is this the the, the shortest? This just can't. This idiotic thing came in my mind. Like huh? the shortest uh, matchup of. Coaches, letter-wise, that we could have. Tom Arth versus Walt Bell. <laughs> 15 letters. <laughs> Probably going to have to look at this now because I, I, I'm just dying to know. we got to get that in. Yeah, That's got to be it, on the show. Will it, this it, game be featured yeah, on this game, will game be, day? This nice. game will be absolutely. It was the first thing I put in, in the email on Sunday was, was 
have to pick this game. I love it. Can we make I, that a research note every week, the shortest names each week? Can Sig get on mm. that for us every week? I, I, I can put in a request. I'll get on the chat right now and send we, one. There we yeah, go. Sig say, chat. Yeah, head to that Slack channel and fire it in. <laughs> I won't respond. No. I'm going to withhold the information until... Saturday Poor Paul Kenny's doing morning. the notes right know, now. Exactly. Like he's yeah, that's all. That's all he wants right now. Can you can you figure out if Walt Bell and Tom Arth is the fifteen letters is the shortest possible alphabetical string we can have in a coaching matchup this year? Um, you got any more? Are you, yeah, you, if you, I, I, so you I, would I, take I, UMass there. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. It could be one of those where UMass either wins the game or they lose by 17. All right. Like if I can maybe fool around, maybe UMass on the money line. Just let's do a, let's do a, let's do a Pepe's White Clam Pizza. Oh. Just me and you. Oh. I'll give you the seven. All right. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Uh, and, and if it pushes, if it lands on seven, we go Dutch. Exactly. Perfect. Love that. Maybe we'll get it sponsored. Exactly. Uh, I should I should I do it? Yes, I don't even know what it is, but should yes. I, should I do it? Because it's a massive game for us. Let's go! And it's a game that I think we thought we would have before the year started. The underdog is howling. They are. Our Pirates are getting oh, two and a half man. against Old Dominion. You, you, you three wonder, now. Is it three? You three. Wonder, you wonder if ODU kind of left it on the field last week. I hope so. <laughs> you see, you didn't play great no, last week. Maybe they were looking... Looking at past it, past that to to this possibly on the road Feel, feels like feels like a spot where maybe my man maybe, Holton Aylor's got to break out. I know, break out, bust it, out against ODU. Feel feels like a spot where where the, where the Pirates might be able to get Coach Houston his uh his his, his his first marquee win. I guess you would say. Yeah, is this a rivalry? I don't know if really would be considered. I mean. ODU hasn't had a team very long. That's at the, true. Yeah, at the FBS level, maybe but, they, but, maybe they start one, but they can't be they can't be too far apart no. mileage wise. No, Green Greenville up to Norfolk. No way. That's not too far apart. Mm-mm. Not if my geography is right. No. All right, so you're we'll, going. We'll, we'll we'll make it a we'll make it a rivalry. How about this? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll come like they had like the two bits of broken chairs trophy. We we need to make this game a rivalry and have like the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast memorial trophy. We, we can just make something up and the win the winner can get that. How about Love that? it. Love it. This is also one I'm thinking about before I want to do some uh Caesars announce some uh conference championship odds and we got to talk about the game you're going to. Um but this Feels like it. It might be a public play now, and I'm I'm getting a little worried. Uh-oh. But I had UCLA circled. They're getting seven and a half. It's in Tucson. Yeah. I mean, you can't fault with what you saw. We, we mentioned no, DTR, you can't. Felton, um, 657 yards against Wazoo. Thompson Robinson. Thompson Robinson's up to ten touchdowns, over a thousand yards thrown. He's got the completions up fifty percent, fifty eight percent. They won last year against Arizona, but Tate didn't play. Yep. So, how about someone with a tweet at the Texas A and M? I missed that. Texas A and M loss. Oh, whatever. They had there's the a final game? score. Yeah, and then he just tweeted the eyeballs at Texas A and M. Hmm. Pretty. Uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, he might want to... those who <laughs> those who cast stones from glass houses. <laughs> eh, he took a shot. It's been okay. a, but. 
I feel like this might be a really public play with UCLA, knowing that yeah, everyone knows that you. they scored 63. Yeah, Arizona's off too. a bye week. Last time we saw them, they beat Texas Tech. I could get behind Arizona maybe in this game. I yeah, think. it just feels a little different. I feel dirty doing it because I don't want to pick against my guy. But I, 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 It I, was 8-2, and I was like, why is this 8? Yeah, yeah, it's it feels like almost a little like the Michigan State yeah. last week. So yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do UCLA. But Arizona might be worth a worth a second look there. Maybe we talk some talk some people off that we one. We can talk we can talk ourselves into Arizona by the time I have to write that column after the show. Uh, what do you want to do? Conference championship odds or two more than Lincoln? I'm, oh, you more, got more two picks. Two more than I'm looking at. Whoa, okay. Looking at whoa, right whoa, now. Whoa, whoa. And and again, this is another one that I'm probably going to stay away from because we need it. For the UAB under eight and a half, then Western Kentucky. Oh, Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers. Big one. It's a home underdog. Home dog. Could be interesting. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? A road team getting points? I I don't know. (laughs) Arkansas State, six and a half point dog. Troy. Troy's Mm -hmm. got it going. But Arkansas State, I I think everything that that team has been through, the program, uh, in in, in Coach Anderson, I mean, they, they're, I don't want to say they're, they're do one. Yeah. But, but they, they, I mean, yeah, they got blown out by Georgia. That, that's fine. But they, they weren't really embarrassed in any of their other games. I, I, I don't think so. No. I'm like, with you. So, I mean, I, I know they got some injury stuff going on, but I don't know. Six and a half against Troy seems like a lot. Okay. So, I mean, could, 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 could look at that a little bit. All right. Um, Caesars has. I'm familiar with the location. You are. Yes. Uh, they've uh, re redone their conference championship odds, and I mean, I'm obviously, not, I've not seen these. So I'm, I'm no I'm flying blind on you. Right uh, yeah. What do you think Clemson is to Clemson? win the ACC championship game? Um, minus eleven hundred, eight hundred. Okay, would you think about value? Any, would you think about anybody else in that conference? Well, it's it's either what Virginia. or Pitt or Miami? Virginia's ten to one. Miami's fourteen to one. Pitt thirty to one. We saw that last year. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're not. You, you, you don't. You, it's like like what what's the? I, I guess what you have to figure is will Clemson be minus eight dollars in the ACC championship game as a oh yeah twenty point favorite or whatever they're going to be? Because if they're not. If they're going to be, if they're going to be greater than that, then you just lay the eight dollars now. Or uh, what do they do? They still have the playoff odds, odds to make the playoff. I you, don't think so. You, you just you, you, you figure that out and just take the best odds to make the playoffs, or just odds to win the ACC. I'm sure they're probably similar. Pac-12, interesting. Who do you think the favorite is? Favorite to win the Pac-12? Yeah. I think it's probably Oregon, plus one thirty, and they should be. You do. Really? Yeah. See, I watched them against Stanford last week. Something's missing. I don't know okay. what it is. They they should have scored way more. I like Herbert a lot. I I'm starting. I don't know if he's top pick. I, I well, I think the fact that he came back this year probably was a reflection that I think, and good for him realizing that he has things. That he needs to work. Like, on. am I crazy to think that Jacob Eason will have a better NFL career than than Justin Herbert? No, you're not. You're not crazy. Okay. No, you're you're, you're not crazy. I mean, they I, get Oregon at home. That's the thing. They do. They do. And they're and, four to one. And they probably should have won the game last year at Austin. Oh yeah, that was 
brutal loss. And they should have beat Cal. Do I know what Cal is to win the Pac-12? Right now. Un- only undefeated team. Who, who, who had that? Who had that as Cal being the last undefeated team in the Pac-12? Not, not me. Not me. <laughs> I would say Cal is probably 10-1. to 14-1. to one. Big game at Oregon next week. Yeah. And a big game this Friday. Very big. Everybody, I think, term. people are just giving, giving them that game against term, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah, like that line. That's yeah, up to you, five now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it at three. Watch, watch that. Watch that hit five and a half. Then by kickoff, it'll hit six or six and a half. And yeah, because you don't know. I mean, it's good. You got to win that game at Ole Miss, but now you come home. Now what are you going to do? Uh, Utah's five to one. USC nine to two. So Utah, we know, goes to Washington. I think next week, right? Yes. So this is a big couple of weeks. Wazoo and then SC you got you know, eighteen to one, and that and that's why that Utah. Wazoo game is so big this week. Like, yeah. like if Utah were to somehow lose that game at home to Wazoo, I mean, yeah, you got to say now, but but SC is going to have to lose three times. Yeah, and, and Utah is going to have to run out. I mean, sure, SC certainly can lose. I think Oregon goes to SC next week, or no? Three Oregon has Cal. Yeah, or Oregon, Cal at Oregon, Cal at all. Yeah. Next week. Um, which on the list, by the way, I was going to say on the list for next. You know week. how I feel about the game day trips out to the West. I love them. They're all my right. favorite. Uh, anything about SEC? Anything else interests you? SEC title SEC, game. SEC. I mean, it's LSU seven to two. Auburn fifteen well, to one. Well, it, aren't you better off taking LSU on the money line against Alabama? You think they'll be greater than? You worried about their defense? Yes. I, I wonder if they'll be greater than plus plus three fifty in that game in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. Maybe don't not. Know. Maybe not. I don't know. That's Maybe close. Not. Uh, but I, I would. I would rather Georgia's five to four. I would. Ra- I would rather roll. I would rather roll a a parlay of yeah. Uh, take them on the money line against Alabama, and then take them on the money line in the SEC championship game. I'd rather roll do, it over. I'd rather do that. I think you get a bit. I think those are probably better prices. Can we call Georgia Auburn a Sweet Sixteen game? Everybody yeah. wants to talk about the quarterfinal like, game, right? It feels like That's that. Feels game. like that late Thursday night Sweet Sixteen game. <laughs> the last from, from one like Phillips Arena Thursday night. Exactly. Uh, Big Ten. Nan, Nan, Nance Raff and, and Grand Hill on the call. Big Ten. That'll lead us into here, Nebraska and Ohio State. Wisconsin five to two now, and obviously Ohio State plus one ten. Still Ohio State. Right. Yeah. Anybody else you care about a number? Of. Iowa ten to one. Still got a chance. No, they got no everything they, in no, front that, of them. That's not a yeah. That, that, that I'd rather take Iowa ten to one than I would Wisconsin at five to two. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because of the price, and, and and knowing that if Wisconsin does get to the Big Ten, Iowa doesn't play Ohio State though, right? No, Wisconsin does. Yes, they go there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, t- October twenty fifth, I think twenty sixth, whatever it is. All right, so this gets us into our Ohio, where you're going, game day. Our our, our buddies at Vivid Seats uh, explain that this is the toughest ticket of the week. Uh, Ohio State at Nebraska, and eighteen feels like a lot, Bear. And this is what I have to say: it does. It does until I, they go seven plays, seventy yards, and two and a half minutes, and the crowd goes silent. If if that happens, then Fields has got to be 
in the mix ahead of 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 the Clemson quarterback for yes for and Oklahoma yes okay it's all right so I'm I'm not crazy to think that because I'm with you and I heard a couple I think a couple of Big Ten people just talking about how Ohio State season starts this week you know. And that's not, I mean, to, to me, like, I, I thought the Cincinnati game was a big deal because Cincinnati has wanted that forever. But then you saw the difference in talent level yep. and Ohio State just gave it to them and just said, yep. all right, state champs. See you later. But this game, I just feel like Nebraska, it, I mean, I know the collapse at Colorado was brutal. Last week they had 700 yards of offense, but kept giving Illinois the football. The and the defense is got is obviously going to. I mean, you keep putting them out there; they're going to give up points. points. I don't care yeah. if it is Illinois. Right. But the offense, they got this Wandale Robinson who comes in last week, goes crazy because Washington gets hurt. I I I think he'll be back. Yeah, I think he cleared. I think concussion. I think he's okay. But I think Nebraska has enough defensively to to slow down. I mean, this is Fields' first true start in a road game. That's his first true road game. I know he played a lot for okay. Georgia last my, my, year. My my ex feels my, my ex is slighted by that. By the way, Indiana. Yeah. This. I mean, I. Don't, I don't sorry, go. Bloomington. Okay. I'm I'm sorry, but this is going to be a whole different whole different world. And I just if now if Ohio State's receivers are that elite, then they're going to show out. But I also look at Ohio State's defense. This is a true test. And I know everybody talks about how much better they are fundamentally and how bad they were last year. But I just think it's a it's Ryan Day is going to find out a lot about his team mm-hmm. really fast, yep. and if they come out, I mean they deserve all the stuff and 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 and, and put them ahead of, of of teams that are in front of them right now if they go in and they cover this game. In my opinion, and that's that's the thing. Like everything's been good so far for Ohio State. There's been no adversity. No, they were not no, five nothing last week. Yes, yes, five nothing. <laughs> you all. <laughs> The old Red Hawks. Oh, Red Hawks. Miami, Miami of Ohio. That was their chance at a state title, but, too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I could, I could see the over in this game being probably the way to I, go. I looked at it. Ohio State's defense has played better, but but, but at home, I, I don't think Nebraska is going to stop playing. That's the thing. Even if exactly, even, even if, it, if and, even if it does get to fourteen or nothing, seventeen nothing out of the gate. Like Nebraska's going to keep playing. The talent level is not the same, but I also kind of think that the same thing might happen in the Maryland Penn State game, where the home team is just—I mean—they got firepower and mm-hmm. they're just going to keep firing. Yep. And you're getting a lot more points in Lincoln than you are right. in College Park. So I just like I, all eyes on Fields. Um, I know people are fired. I mean, there's there's a lot of people out there, and I didn't realize this, but there's still people out there that think Fields like is. Is that Georgia would be better with him than than Fromm? Yep, I know. And a lot of NFL I mean, people I talk to, yeah. And it's and I get it. Like you know, Fromm did the locker room thing, and hey, he's been there longer. That's going to happen when when you get teams and you get camaraderie and you go through adversity adversity uh, more times than not with a certain guy. So all power to him. Fields has been unbelievable this year, and the one thing that just doesn't get talked about because everybody talks about Justin Fields is his coach. Like, it's pretty proven that the guy's pretty good offensively, and he knows what he's doing. And then you see what he took over last year at the beginning of that season, yep. and look what how he started this year. So I can't wait to see this matchup and the difference in the difference in the team. I mean, Dobbins is having a much better year mm-hmm. this year than last year, and and defensively they're they're so much better. 
You got to remember, last in Columbus last year, Martinez had an unbelievable oh, yeah. game, and, and like they were, they were in the game. They, yep. they were leading in the game, and it, it no doubt it was about one it. One of those second half, you look up, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like I, people talk about Ohio State being playoff mix or whatever. Like, like that was the norm last year for Ohio State in these games against unranked teams, and then the Nebraska, I think, certainly has confidence, and Martinez has confidence that he can can do something against that defense. So we just. Curious to see it early, 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 so big those first couple of tries. Oh. If Nebraska just get like it, one or two stops yep. early on, just give the crowd I, a reason to believe, maybe a little doubt in, in Fields' mind, that, that could make it really That's exactly that what I was going to say. I'm not even saying put him on the ground. I'm just saying maybe no. he misses a couple throws. Yeah. Ohio State starts a little bit slower. I mean, they've... It's tough to start out faster than they have yeah, to start correct. the season. But they were down 5 nothing last right. week, so, as, as we mentioned. You'll see. Uh, so plenty to see there. I mean, like I said, all eyes on fields, and I can't wait to see how he responds. I know he's you know he's he's waited for this kind of opportunity for a while now and uh, pumped to see how, how they respond. Always great uh, to be a road team and go into these environments. There's nothing better than uh, than getting a, a, road, a road crowd quiet. Or I should say, a home crowd when you're the road team, yeah, yeah. silencing them. Sil- Nothing better. You sound just see them walking to the edge as well. I'm sure that's a, <laughs> a good feeling. Um, anything else? We got the steamer in. Yep, I got. Here's the money line parlay I came up oh. with, with with the favorites. Uh, a hundred gets you sixty one bucks back, so you get get sixty cents on the dollar, which isn't isn't too bad. Air Force, Wisconsin, Western Michigan, Michigan. Iowa, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Utah State, nine teamer, nine teamer. What's the what's the smallest spread? Ohio Ohio State is the shortest money. I think they're like minus nine hundred on the money them in there. Throw them in there, All yeah. right. And then, and then here 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 are here are some dogs that that we I mentioned most of them: UNLV, Arkansas State, East Carolina, Toledo, Duke, Baylor, Western Kentucky, Maryland. So I think. Maybe play those guys to the money line, and you know what I'm looking forward to Saturday the most, though. Is there a horse race? Getting on that bus, firing up 602 on DirecTV, <laughs> TVG, taking in Belmont. Awesome day of racing at Belmont Park. Okay, got the got the Pilgrim. You got the Bel the Beldame with Midnight Boy Sue. Jockey Club Gold Club is an awesome race with Code of Honor, who might be the best three year old running right now. Being everybody's out, Tacitus is in there. Tampa I'm tired of this. He's just sorry. Tired. He, he, you know what he is? He's Indiana. He's just good enough to get you beat. <laughs> he, he, he's your underneath exotic <laughs> trifecta. Put him in third or second in your try and and go on. Vosburg, big two year old race at Santa Anita opens up this week, so you can you can rest assured that the a TVG app and six oh two TVG will be up on that on that bus on Saturday. All right, uh, a couple of things before we get to the big Mike happy recap. UCF, how are they going to get off the deck after a loss? Given forty three and a half to the Edsels, he gets a raise, doesn't he, or a bonus if they score first? I, yes, he does. Right? Yeah, he, he got a, he got a, what was the one game that they lost by like forty and he got a raise because yep. they scored first or led after the first quarter, or whatever it was. That's a, that's a great contract. What an embarrassment! How about the over under? How, how does the school agree to that? By the way, how does the school allow that to be part of the part of the contract? Even, even if it's there. like a hundred bucks, you get a hundred bucks for scoring first. Um, 
couple other lines that stuck out to me. I think Wisconsin covers. They're giving 23.5 to Northwestern. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that's, and I, I know the, I, the letdown effect I, and stuff like that. How's Northwestern going to score? I don't, I don't know. Offense, like I said, Wisconsin's bad. defense is good. Northwestern's bad on offense, man. And the over-under in Chestnut Thrill Saturday. Wake Forest, mm-hmm. red-hot Demon that's Deeks right. against BC. You know what it is? I didn't, I didn't look. This could be pretty high scoring. This was it? insane to me. Because it opened, I saw Circa, our, our other friends in desert. Other friends in desert. Had 71 posted she, she, Sunday she, she, afternoon. 69 and a half is what 68 I said. 68 and a half and now. Like, this, this, this is, this is a season win total, like, I don't want to say clincher, but like, if, if, if Wake can win, I think that puts us in a pretty good spot with BC. But Wake, Wake could lose to anybody. And, and, and I'm just trying to put myself in, in BC's position here. Mm-hmm. The last time you played on this, set foot on this field, you got rolled and embarrassed by Kansas. I, I, I would think BC will show up and play a pretty good game on um, on Saturday. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable laying the, the six and a half or seven here I with Wake. I hope they win for our. I hope they win for our win total bet. But that went that opened at three and went to six and a yeah, half. Yeah, that, like that worries nothing. me. That worries me. I'd be I'd be. I'd be hesitant in laying the points there. One other Big Ten battle. I, I, I like Minnesota. Luckiest 3-0 team in the country. I think they're going to play better, though. Well, they ha- I mean, how how can they not? I, I, I mean, they haven't sh- – I just – I don't know. I, I, I think they I think they, I think they win this week. Well, Purdue's obviously shorthanded, and yeah. we, 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 I mean, we were on that as well in yep. terms of a, a season win total on there. But, look, I mean, Georgia Southern, you need a – like an 80-yard drive and score with 13 seconds left. Late score at Fresno, winning overtime. Five minutes to go, oh, you score man. and beat South Dakota. I mean, they're, the time they've actually spent in the lead in, in, in games has been been slim. So, but, but you're right, maybe that ultimately means they're due to play a, a complete solid game and going on the road. I saw Purdue was minus one at some point. Pick them now. Pick them now. Yep. And then the streak, does it continue between Lexington and Columbia, South Carolina? How about that? What is it? It's Three. Six, it's, it's six in a row, right? Yeah. Mark likes beating I South know. Carolina. I kind of leaned Kentucky there. Yeah, I do too. If, if South Carolina doesn't win that game, kiss your over six wins for yeah, no South shot. Carolina. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think you're still – I still think you got no shot there. And we didn't even touch on the number one team in the country. No. <laughs> on the road against Mac. Yeah, twenty six and a half. I'd probably lay that. Kazarian will lay it. He loves giving points. With he does. No, but he, might, he might be right there. Jeff Collins playing his old team. I was going to say the College Bowl. I don't like that. You got Pitt in Delaware. Where God, I wish I gave out Buffalo last week. I know. I, so I, 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 I'm glad I mentioned it. That's why I, I was mentioned confused. it on Friday on Wager. I put the column out, and then I look. I'm like, how did I miss this? And then when we did that full screen, like all the dogs, I'm like, if you want to get really Really fancy, maybe throw in Buffalo and in in, in Illinois, and, uh, and and Buffalo did wind up. Yeah, that that was that was a rocking chair cover. For, and, and you know the other game that we missed early in the week, and I feel like an idiot for for missing it is Old Dominion. That was like the oh, ultimate yeah. game yep. sandwich game for Virginia. Come back, Florida State at Notre Dame this week. That that was like how did how to how to how did we miss? Speaking that? of, I can't believe you don't you didn't give out Virginia. This is your spot. Notre Dame after a big spot given double digits. Yeah, but defensively they played well. How many points is Virginia going to score? I don't know. 
could be an undertaker. I would have to lean Virginia to cover it at double, double digits. digits. I think that defense. You know what? We're going to see how good Virginia's defense yeah. is. That's what we're going to find out, and then that's going to be a good message for the rest of the ACC. And because if they play well, then they're they should win. He, they should win that side. He, of the here's ACC, your, here's your no contra- doubt. Here's your contrarian ACC take of the week. What if what if Pitt's better than we're giving them credit for? They, they, the, the Virginia loss, they look bad, but ho hum against Ohio. Then you go to Penn State and. You're in the game. You play well defensively, and then you beat UCF and come. Maybe, maybe UCF, maybe maybe Pitt's better than we're uh, we're giving him credit for. Okay, Just throwing it out there. All right. Um, I think that's all I got. Any other, any other SMU in trouble this week? Let After down. All, all the talk, you mean let down? Yeah, new, I can new, see new, that. new starting quarterback right at South Florida this week. I want to see what T- TCU. What are we doing? Yeah, that didn't surprise me. No, yeah, but it's got to score. They got talent, right? I don't know. Do they? Quarterback position just seems so pro- iffy. Quarterback for them has been a problem the last few years. Um, Knowles, that was good. Good. Good job by them last last week in the fourth quarter. Coming very back. interested to see them this week. Yeah, it, very was, interested. Because I watched a little NC State last week. I don't know how they got pummeled by West Virginia like they did. Yeah. They, so. Uh, do you like Utah to cover against Wazoo? Yeah, because I think the style of play that Utah plays. I think Wazoo's won a couple in a row against them. Even even with uh, Moss being out, I I, I, th- I think Utah will. I, I, would, I, would, I would play Utah in that game if I had to. Maybe give Memphis any trouble? Memphis' defense is... This is, I want to see Memphis. If yeah. they if they roll yeah, air, then yeah, I'm going to be like, okay, because my my Tulane pick. Yeah, how about that comeback? Exactly, some crazy ones. Oh, North there. Texas, I had circled. They're giving seven Houston. We know what's going on there. Yeah, what? No, do we? Yeah, what they're all we? staying. They're staying. I think they're sure pump. about that. I think so. I would bet on it. I would bet on they stay. All right. All right. Well, I wonder if you wonder if wonder if there's some place in a, in a faraway. <laughs> Uh, country or oh, body of water that you could uh, bet on that. All right. I don't know if there Maybe is. Maybe we could do another White Clam Pizza. Ooh. All right. I'm After the pizza. Big Mike Happy Recap, we have Taylor Twelman joining us to talk about Bears theory of whether <laughs> Harry Kane is the most fortunate athlete of all time. But first, the, the Big Mike Happy Recap. I will go first. Oregon State plus four. Bama minus 37. I think I'm going to give out the over there. I like the over at 60. Penn State, Maryland, I'm leaning towards the over at 60. Rice plus 8. Our White Clam pizza bet is Akron. I got him <laughs> minus 7. You have UMass plus 8 or plus 7. Oklahoma minus 27. And I like that first half. Uh, it's got to be 14 and a half, right? Yeah, 14. It might be 15. 15. 15. And then I'm not sure if I'm going to put UCLA and Minnesota in the column. All right. So I got Duke plus the field goal against Virginia Tech. I got Maryland plus the six and a half against Penn State. Baylor plus the three at home against Iowa State. Toledo plus the two and a half against BYU. UNLV plus nine and a half against Wyoming. I uh, gave you a bunch of money line dogs, a money line parlay on the favorites again. Uh, Air Force, Wisconsin. Western Michigan, Michigan, Iowa, Clemson, 
Oklahoma, Ohio State, Utah State gets you 60 cents on the dollar. All right. And Vanderbilt, don't wear gray uniforms. Your school colors are black and, and gold. Okay? Enough is enough with this. Tulane, blue is in their school colors. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. For those people in, that were wondering. In, in the wave. And now I know people are telling me Colorado, the gray is in their school colors. No, it's not. Come on. No, it's not. It's, they, I know they, it's they, they, Whatever they song Colorado. you say it's in, great. Black and okay? gold. Come on. Black and look what happened. You wore your right yep. uniforms last uh-huh. week, and you won. Yep, correct. Wow. What a shock. Funny how that happens. All right. Here is Taylor Twellen. Very, 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 very happy to get this special guest in to talk about a topic that has been discussed, and the bear has been thrown around, I think, on the social media world. And we're going to see. This is our final answer. It might be the final time we touch on this. Taylor Twellman joins us. Taylor, I know you've heard the Bear talk about this as you listen to the podcast and get these picks. Do you agree with the Bear with the statement, Harry Kane is the most fortunate athlete in sports? Oh, Bear, 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 Bear. Uh, listen, Steve, there's part of me yeah. that that statement kind of resonates, and I understand where Bear's coming from because uh-huh. when you look at the goal that Harry Kane scored over the weekend where he's falling down and he hits it with his purse, and it ends up in the back of the net, and I understand all that. But to say he's the most fortunate athlete of all time, oh, boy, I'm going to have to go against the Bear. I think we could come up with three off the top of our heads right now that are a little bit more fortunate than what Harry Kane's done for Tottenham. Are they all soccer players? Oh, obviously, because any (laughs) soccer player is a professional athlete. Yeah, I mean, I'd argue I was more fortunate than Harry Kane. I mean, let's... I'm on your podcast, so obviously I'm winning. All right. Yeah, I, I, I believe that the the note that I had looked up last week was, I, I believe, I, of the players who've, who've scored 60 goals in in the top leagues, Champions League and uh, World Cup, uh, no player had a a a higher a lower percentage of goals scored in open play than than Harry Kane. I think that's what drove that. But it, it was hysterical being on that set on Saturday morning. And all of a sudden, my yeah. timeline starts flooding with like yep. pictures of that. The Harry, I'm like, I'm like, this literally made my morning <laughs> to, to, to see that goal. And oh, by the way, the Bears under win total on under point total on Tottenham gets a big boost with that <laughs> big win by Leicester City. It's a massive win, and obviously, this is all about you, Bear. It's not about whether or not Harry Kane Correct. is fortunate or not. So I completely understand where you're coming from. There's nothing wrong with a little embellishment now. How about most fortunate okay. athlete in sports right now? Uh, then he's in that conversation okay. uh, because honestly, in, in all seriousness, guys, if you're scoring over sixty percent of your goals from the penalty spot, then Bear's statement resonates. Harry Kane just does a little bit more than just score goals. Yep. In, in the sense of you know what he does for Tottenham and whatnot, but if you're basing it strictly on that, yeah, I kind of would agree. But then I'd argue Dak Prescott's one of the more fortunate athletes in the world because he's playing with. One of the best offensive lines the NFL's seen over the last five years. The best, arguably the best running back, right? So it depends on how you define fortunate. But Bears got a point. I just don't know if he's the most fortunate, if that makes any sense. This sounds like the first ever Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast Twitter poll question. <laughs> Who is the more fortunate yeah. athlete, Dak Prescott, oh, yeah. Harry Kane? Or C, 100%. enter your own. Yeah, I, I kind of like C or or D, all of the above. <laughs> no, that cannot be an option. No way. Um, he 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 is he is he is a great striker, and there's certainly uh, a lot of embellishment and, and kidding in what in what I say. 
uh, just because. It, but doesn't it just always seem to be like, oh, yeah, the ball deflects off of three guys and hits the post and down. Oh, and here I am. I'm standing right here. Let me just. But there, let me ask you this, though, Bear. How many, how many 300 hitters are in the MLB Hall of Fame? And if you really went through how they hit, hit, you know, how they got their hits and how they hit 300 career-wise, and a lot of them are just little base knocks over the shortstop head, second base head. Yep. Like, it's not totally. the prettiest. It doesn't need to be the prettiest. I think some part of that is create your own luck. But when it's penalties, fair, you know this better than anyone when you watch the sport. Often the guys taking the penalties weren't the ones that drew the foul. Yep. That's where the fortunate part of that comes into the equation for me. And, and, and I think the same thing's true with um... – with, with, with like looking like who was by the mission Michigan's run to the Final Four a couple of years no one's going to remember that or no one's going to remember you beat Agreed. a fourteen seed a twelve seed and, yeah. a, and an eight seed in the regional Agreed. final game you're, you're a Final Four team. Uh, do you have an NFL pick for us on the way out? We don't do NFL picks, uh, but you're going to be the only guy to give one. Ooh, no, I don't want to be that guy. Plus, it's what, what are we talking on a Wednesday? I don't look at those lines till Friday, my man. Maybe Smart Saturday. Man. Such a sharp. You are such a sharp. In my own mind, I am. Where are I you? I don't know if I am. Where are world. you? I'm, like in... I feel like I'm in a treehouse right now with how windy it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, go keep building that treehouse. Uh, thank you for checking in with us. <laughs> See thank you, boy. brother. Thanks again for Taylor joining us. He brings a little uh, <laughs> handsomeness P- to the podcast. Perspective and handsomeness. Yes. Yeah. Uh, be sure to listen to our friends over at the ESPN College Football Podcast with Herbie and Pollock. If you want insight from the best analysts that we have here at the network and in the country concerning the sport, they kick off each week on Monday discussing the games from that weekend, react to the rankings on Wednesdays, and look forward to the biggest matchups ahead on Friday's podcast. Remember to subscribe to Stanford Steve and the Bear as well as the College Football Podcast with Herb Street and Pollock, wherever you get your podcasts. Bear, take us away. The less you bet, the more you lose when you win.